Nerds. Nerd Wallet presents Money Questions, the lightning round. Here we go, Carol. How can people compare the best credit cards? Turn to the nerds. Should you pay off debt or save for retirement? Turn to the nerds. One more. Should I listen to my father-in-law's advice on mortgage lenders? Turn to the nerds. You win! Woo! Confetti is literally falling from the sky! I'm going to put my winnings in a two-year CD. That would be prudent, Carol. From helpful tools to expert guidance. For all your money questions, turn to the nerds at nerdwallet.com. NMLS ID number 1617539. Hey, Seattle. We got a deal. <laughs> Go Hawks. Go Hawks. I'm going to see y'all in the morning. Good night. Time for y'all to go to bed. Finally, we can go to sleep. <laughs> see y'all in the morning. You better preach it. Preach it. Say it. Say it. Man, that boy Russ is a fool, man. Man, Russ just out here flexing, man, in the bed with the chains on. <laughs> and he got one of the probably 10 most beautiful women in the world laying in the bed. Women, you just got that big deal. Shoot, I'll be flexing on social media too. Time for y'all to go to bed. <laughs> Shoot, Russ probably just woke up from the bed, finna go, then finna go back. <laughs> Sleeping with chains on. He crazy. Hey, welcome to Preach Can't Preach. It's Pastor Kevin Can't here. My boy Rashad. Once again, Yo. how could we not come to y'all and talk about the NFL draft? It's one week away. Um, very exciting. Uh, really, you know, really is one of the best, at least the first day is one of the best days because this is where, um, like, the first round is where, like, the, the teams make their stars or they get they draft their bus and set them back some couple of years. So it's going to be very interesting. There's a lot of topics going on, who should do what. Uh, so we're going to go right into it. Uh, you know, with the number one pick in the draft, Arizona Cardinals, um, it's been talks um, nonstop of what they should actually do. Um, you have you have a quarterback already last year that you drafted up to go get. Um, you, you moved up, I think, from like eighteen to nineteen to go all the way to up to ten. You got you, you got your guy. He he didn't really play that great, but then again, he was playing with third string O linemen. Um, and I mean, what what can Rosen do if if he's a if he's a pocket quarterback and he has no time? So. Uh, at first, it was between Jonah Williams and, and Nick Bosa. And then uh, all of a sudden, this is where we have Kyler Murray. And the, the, the rumors about Kyler Murray going one, he met with the Cardinals already. Um, so I'm going I'm to let you go first. What do you think, what do you think the Cardinals should, should do? Should they keep Rosen and draft defense because that's what they need? Or, or should they draft Murray to go along with Cliff Kingsbury's system and see if they can trade Rosen maybe for a first or maybe get a early second. What do you think uh, that the Cardinals should do? Uh, Arizona, they're in a tough spot. They're really in a lose-lose situation, honestly, because you traded up to go get Rosen, and then now if you try to unload him on somebody else, you're not going to recoup what you, you know, what you got rid of to even get up there, get up there to acquire him. So they're in a lose-lose, in my opinion. What I think they will do and what they should do they really probably killed Rosen's confidence. And I'm a big believer in if your coach wants somebody, go ahead and pair him with the guy he thinks can help make his system. So I think the Cardinals, with the first pick, should go ahead and take Kyler Murray. Pair him with Kingsbury, and let's see what they can do. Yeah, you're right about that, that, that lose-lose because it's like, it's like when you buy a car, once you get it off the lot, it's not as valuable. And that's what happened with Rosen. The, the pick – the top 10 pick was, was very valuable. But at, well, after you've seen Rosen play for a year and you've seen that without, you know, without great um, – I mean, yeah, yes, he's a rookie, but without great weapons around him, without a good online, can he make the team better? And from what you've seen from, week, from year one, the answer is no. Now, was he, good, was he put in a good situation? Hell no. Yeah, you, why, would you, why would you go get a quarterback and you sign a rookie coach who's a defensive-minded coach? That's what they messed up in the first place. So I always put I always put on the GM. So the GM needs to redeem himself. He already got Cliff Kingsbury, a young offensive mind, who talked to injury, whose whose friends are Sean McVay. So he knows what he's talking about. And if Kyler Murray is that guy, if 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 you really believe that he's that guy, he's a, a difference maker. Can he be like a Russell Wilson where the team doesn't look that good on first and second down, you, you struggle, but on third down, if he can make the plays to get you to, to move the chains, this is the guy you have to go with. 
and and what can the Cardinals do later on? Like, you, let's say let's say you draft Kyler Murray, you trade you trade Rosen. You, uh, I mean, I don't I don't know what you would get for him, but um, so so far I've heard maybe just a, for a first round pick, just like somebody might might just invest in a first round pick for him. Uh, you might get some like two seconds, but I doubt you're gonna get what you what you gave up for him, like you said. So you, what you need to do, you, you need to get offensive line help, and you need to get another receiver. Uh, the pair of Kyler Murray, the pair of Christian Kirk, because Larry Fitzgerald's on the way out. Uh, you had no tight – the tight end spot can be better. Uh, and like you said, the O-line, if they stay healthy, you might have a good thing. But especially with Kyler Murray who can move around the pocket, you know, you need you need guys who can move. You need guys who can stand their ground because Kyler Murray can make stuff happen and you need to have – you need to have the right answers around him. And I think I think if they do, if they do this and they trade Rosen, I'm all good. I'm all good with Kyler Murray going one. It's just hindsight, twenty twenty. The draft was Sam Darnold, Rosen Allen. They thought they needed a QB, so they went and got one. Injuries, things like that, kind of make the Cardinals have a bad season. You hire the wrong coach, you fire the coach. So it's really just a just hindsight being twenty twenty. Because at the time, Rosen was a we thought would be a solid pick, but just nobody thought Callum Murray would come out and do what he did at Oklahoma. So you know, it just. That's just the nature of the business. Things change in a season. So, um, I don't think Rosen's a bad QB. He was just in a bad situation. Right. Um, now, let's say that they don't go Kyler Murray. Let's say they keep Josh Rosen. Now, the, the picks is, do you, do you go with Nick Bosa or do you go with somebody like Quentin Williams? And to me, I think Quentin Williams is the best player in the class. I think when you have an uh, interior D lineman who can rush the passer and can stop the run and can move like him, and having Chandler Jones already one of the best pass rushers in the game, I think you need that guy in the middle because who they had, Robert Adichime, who was the number one player coming out of high school a couple of years back, he, he didn't pop like he was supposed to. So it's kind of like, would you rather just have two pass rushers and nobody at the middle, or would you have somebody on the edge and somebody at the middle at least and at least try to – I guess kind of like what's what's called look where I'm looking for like piggyback each other instead of having two outside guys. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's kind it's kind of a it's kind of like a, a GM's worst worst nightmare, but yet best dream because you you sh- you should be able to choose your star. I mean, like and you should either way it should be a win win. But for your team's success, which one is the right pick? I mean, I'm all for taking the best available in a draft, but Arizona they need a lot. I oh mean, yes. Th- with the, with the first pick, if you pass on Murray, should you probably go Bosa or Williams or something like that? Yeah, you probably should. But if I'm a GM, I'm going down swinging. I'm gonna take Jonah Williams or Jawan Taylor and get my because you got a you got a young QB. You got to protect DJ. I mean, he's a you didn't pay the guy. So I mean, if I'm a GM, I just say I'm I'm going all in, chips all in. If we go down, we going down in blaze of glory. Because I mean, Arizona, you're gonna get fired anyway from not winning for <laughs> four years. So yeah. So why not just go ahead and try? But see, but see, uh, so in, in that in that case, if we're gonna take an old lineman, then you know it's it's, pro- it's probably best to. Um, but see, it's it's kind of hard because this this year is not the the year for I guess uh, the QB market. I mean, outside of a couple teams. Do we think anybody's going to come all the way up from a team position to get number one, just to get Kyler Murray? Uh, so, so, but then it's like, if you if you're the Cardinals, do you want to fall back that far as well? Like, there's nobody else in the top, I would say, outside of the Giants, like that's probably would get a quarterback round one. Uh, like, you know, like, I mean, you know, that early because all you want to do is go back a little bit, pick up a couple of assets, and still take, like you said, Juwan Taylor or, or Jonah Williams. You don't want to go too far back and then have a team take. No, take the offensive lineman. You mad because you had the pick already and you let it go. So it's it's, it's kind of it's, it's kind of a good thing to be the first pick in the draft. But then again, when the class is like not in your favor, like not a lot of quarterbacks or uh, mostly defensive players, and really the same position, a lot of D linemen. It's it's kind of it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard for um for a team to for GM to pick which one he want to do. And and uh, <laughs> good luck to Steve Kahn because he gonna need it. If fantasy football has taught me anything, it's when you draft them first, which I drafted first twice the last two <laughs> years, it taught me draft who you really want, not what the projections say. Facts. I took DJ. He got hurt. I should have took Bell. I drafted Bell. I should have took Gurley. <laughs> and I wanted, I wanted both players, but I didn't take them. So 
if fantasy's taught me anything, it's draft what you want. Just go in and live with it. That's facts. All right, let's go move down to the San Francisco 49ers. They're the second pick in the draft. Um, and I think this team could be a home run hitter with with, with this just one draft pick. Um, I think they really – it's kind of hard for them to go Quentin Williams at this spot. I'm assuming Kyle Murray goes one. Uh, that's what all the talks say. What do you do? Do you go Quentin Williams or do you go Bosa? And it's kind of like – it's kind of dumb, in my opinion, for the 49ers to, to go – to go Quentin Williams when you when you drafted Armstead, you drafted Forrest Buckner, you drafted Solomon Thomas, who's really a bust right now. And it's like you got three defensive linemen, three and three interior guys. Do you do you draft another one? It's like would you like like you know he's not the like you know Solomon Thomas ain't it. Um, Buckner is Buckner is coming along strong, and Armstead really ain't pop yet. It's like you kind of wasted picks. But do, do you go? You already got D forward, so do you go? You know, hope 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 the guys can pop. And they had the two outside rushers, or do you just say, you know what, I'm gonna take that L, what we did two a couple years ago, and I'm gonna give me a star right now. And I think either way, 49ers will get an A, a in this draft just because of Bosa or Quinn Williams. You gotta just assume Chalk or Kyler Murray at one. I'm gonna go on Nick Bosa at two. Don't even question it. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on then. Now, th- now the Jets now they they're a team that probably can do can do a trade back because their their number one need going to free agency was. Uh, was a pass rusher. They thought they had Anthony Barr, and he decided to flip last second. They don't get Dante Fowler. He goes back to the Rams. They thought they were going to get Klein, but he gets franchise tag. DeMarcus Lawrence gets franchise tag. So all the guys that they wanted, they can't get. Uh, so now, now you question, now you question yourself, okay, here we are. Kyler Murray's gone. Nate Bosa's gone. So now our pass rusher's gone. So do we go with Josh Allen, who could pass rush, or do we go with the sure thing? And and you've seen the last two drafts, it seems like the Jets always get, get like, the guy. They got Jamal Adams, who, who's already all-pro safety. And what Sam Darnold did the last few weeks of the season, it, he's shown promise that he is a franchise quarterback. So it's, it's kind of and, – and all they did was, you know, the first time, they just sat there and got Jamal Adams. And the second time, they traded back and still got – I mean, they traded one. Well, did they trade back or did they already have three last year? I, I I think they already had three. Okay, so yeah, oh, so that's even better. They, they still they still right there and got their franchise quarterback. So you're talking about a team can sit right there again and get potentially the best player in the class. Now it depends on who you want, whether you like you like Quinn Williams or you like or you like Nick Bosa. But if you think both of those guys are you know top top one tier A, then it's like I mean it don't matter who you get, but it's like if you if you sit right there in the same spot again, now you three years in a row you got potentially the best player in the draft and. That's saying that's very promising for a team like the Jets, who got Le'Veon Bell. They signed C.J. Mosley, uh, and I think the Jets are 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 the Browns from last year. That's my prediction for this year. They, they they're going to be a team that's that's young and going to be like going to be on the rise next. Oh, the, the Jets definitely are going to win about six to eight games this year, just based on their schedule. I like the Jets' schedule um, for the draft. I'm not. I'm not going Quentin Williams here either. I, I would. I would go with Josh Allen. They have uh, Greg Williams as D coordinator. Um, he prefers three four scheme. So the way he can disguise blitzes and move guys around, and the way it just the way he disguises so much stuff. I, I would go with Josh Allen because he he's a versatile player and he can he'll make that defense pretty lethal. Him and Adams and plus the guys they signed over the off season. I would. Uh, I would go with Josh Allen if I'm the Jets right here. All right, so let's make our way to the now. If the Jets do decide to make a trade, do do you think Josh Allen is because you said how great he is? Do you think he's a a difference maker where you have to get him at three, or do you think? Oh, I think I'd rather pick up more assets, pick up more assets, and and like you said, get a get a guy like um, Brian Burns down the line who can rush a passer. Get a in any any of the, the, the these defensive ends later on down the draft and. Like Rashawn Gary, maybe play put him at defense end in that system. Get a Clint Farrell from Clemson. If if I'm the Jets, I don't really see the. Okay, you can you can move back, but it it, it depends what you're moving back for. Like it all it all depends upon what you get in return. If you move back, how far you're moving back, and what are you getting back in the trade. But if you if you if you keep the pick, it, it's Josh Allen regardless. But if you move back. It depends how far you move back because I think the next best pick would be for what they need in the fit. 
I think Brian Burns if they don't get Josh Allen at at the three. Now let's move on to the Oakland Raiders. Now, um, this team has three picks in the draft, and when you had the most picks in the first round, you should have the best talent. You you should lead with the best talent because you got the most people. At four, if 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 your board is going if your board is going right where where you got Kyler Murray, Bosa, and Josh Allen, boom, they got Quentin Williams, and I think that's. Perfect. That's the perfect, that's the perfect pick. That's, that's, a, yeah. that's what they need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly what they need. If Quentin Williams does fall to four, I think they're gonna they're gonna hurt people running up there to turn that card. Like as soon as, as soon as the Jets announced their Josh Allen pick, Quentin Williams is they already got they already gave Roger Goodell the card. He about to announce that too because now if Quentin Williams is gone, I think they need a versatile linebacker. And of course, Devin White is the best linebacker in this class. Uh, and this is where you start seeing his name. Uh, pop up, um, but yeah, if Quentin Williams does go to Oakland Raiders, I think that's a perfect fit, and and probably, I mean, like you said, with two more picks, these guys should with, with Quentin Williams, these guys should win the draft easily. Like, call me crazy, but if they, if the, we're just we're just gonna say, let's say Quentin Williams goes three to the Jets instead of Josh Allen, if I'm the Raiders at four, I don't even go Devin White. I would go Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary. See, a lot a lot of people kind of question Gary. And it's only because he was a he's he got all the he got all the skill sets everything that you need in a, in a player. He's big, he's fast, he can move. Saw how fast he was in uh, at the uh, forty yard dash. I think he ran like what four seven or something and like three hundred some pounds. And and that and that's and that's ridiculous. Um, but they say he don't produce in college. And I'm kind of you know you kind of question yourself because it's, it's kind of hard to say you don't produce because whether you're taking on double teams and your other guys feasting off that. I mean, you can't really you can't really just look at stats. You got to look at the film. Uh, Sean Gary is a good pick, and I, and the thing about it is, I've seen some scouts have him a top ten player, and I've seen other scouts have him like ranked in, in the low thirties. So it's kind of he kind of a he's a wild card, but I think he's a great player. And if he was to go here instead of Devin White, that's a that's one of those picks that you look back and be like, man, we had Devin White, we need a linebacker because you don't want to struggle and then like not be able to find a linebacker later on in the draft. Um, See, like, just just knowing how, like, the Raiders run their franchise, that's why I said they wouldn't take Devin White. If Quentin Williams is gone, just knowing how the Raiders have been in the past with these speedy route receivers and they miss on them all the time, <laughs> they they would risk the flyer on Gary of, like, his potential hitting or his potential missing. So I don't think they would go safe and go Devin White. I think the, um, the Raiders would go Rashawn Gary if Williams is already gone. Now moving on to Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, I don't think that's it's really much to talk about. Um, they they're terrible on defense. That's that's D line, that's linebackers, especially now that Quan Alexander left. That's secondary because you got guys like Hongroves ain't didn't pop. You you didn't last year take uh, Minka Fitzpatrick or Derwin James, so you don't have a safety back there. So Tampa Bay need a lot. They need a lot to work with. Um, and really, I don't really think they mess up the draft too much unless they trade back. And, and let somebody else get in front of them because the sixth pick in the draft, the New York Giants, is looking for a quarterback. And the the team – so th- this is where the draft can get interesting. Do teams jump in front of the Giants and take someone? Do, 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 or do Tampa Bay go ahead and take their guy or who they think, especially if somebody falls to them? Because, uh, like I said, they have a lot of needs. So who knows what they want to do? Uh, but I think, Tampa, I think Tampa Bay can potentially mess up the draft as far as order. And like you know, eliminating eliminating like Haskins to New York, which is all the rumors saying. But they also might be bore, a boring team to worry about because they're just gonna take chalk and keep on moving. If they smart, they'll take chalk and keep <laughs> on moving. Because I mean, you got to be practical. Jameis is a good quarterback, but they have Bruce Arians now. And I think Bruce Arians can maybe I don't want to say rain or men. It's just he'll give him the tools to be more successful. So, you have decent offense in place. You have Mike Evans. You have O.J. Howard. Um, you have uh, – who's the running back down there? Uh, Nobody. Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones. Yeah, yeah, Peyton yeah, Pey- yeah, Pey- yeah, Barber and Ronald Jones. They're not the uh, – they're not great running they're backs. They're drafting one at least second, think, third round. Got you. Yeah, I, I, they're, they're not great running backs, but I think Arians can get some out of those guys because you have – considering what's the elite, elite quarterbacks – Jameis is pretty good for what the league has. So, if I'm the Bucks, I'm not drafting a QB to replace Jameis. 
I, I wouldn't do that. The safest thing for Tampa Bay to do is just go ahead and get Devin White. He's right there. Go ahead and start focusing on that side of the ball. Oh, yeah, because you can't lose one of the best linebackers in the game in Quan Alexander and then not replace him. Um, so like Devin White's gonna be a day one starter. Devin, like, Devin White's a problem. I don't care what team he. I don't care what team he goes to. Devin White is a day Devin, one Devin White is potential before, before you know you know you know like some guys you know before the draft who who gonna be up for uh defensive player defensive rookie of the year or offensive rookie of the year and you know straight no matter like you said no matter what team you go to Devin White is gonna be on that that final battle list. So now we get to the to the cream of the draft, and this is where the Giants need to make a decision. Um, how long can we keep going with Eli Manning? Hopefully, it's not too long. Hopefully, this is the, this is the time that they take a quarterback. And by quarterback, I mean somebody who's who's who still who still fits the 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 Giants quarterback, which is that big quarterback, uh, pocket passer quarterback, um, and that's Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State, who's accurate, just like I mean Eli Manning. I want to say accurate, accurate, but he he he's, he know what he's doing and. You you bring Haskins in that in that fold, and I think it really should be a no brainer. They should already have the the card written down, and and if somebody jump in front of him, they got to change what they want. But I think staying right there at six and hoping Haskins go right there, and it really should, it really should be a no brainer. Because my question to you is, can you pass on a quarterback again, and why would they? Can you pass again? Yes. Should you pass? Hell yes. Who? Because like I don't. I don't see any QB in this draft being a game changer. And, like, it happens all the time. Like, guys have one great college year, and then we fall in love with them because, of, oh, he did this and he did that or whatever. And most times when that happens, it doesn't pan out. Even guys who, like, I like Matt Liner. Like, he had two, three great years in college, and he still wasn't the best pro. Haskins, he's big. He's accurate. That's cool, but I don't think he's worth the sixth pick. Like, I think at this point the Giants have to play it safe and just go, just go defense. Like, go Ed Oliver, go, go safe on defense. Let let Eli play one more year. Like, they don't, they don't have to make it public, but I would just go ahead and keep it internal. D Wade, farewell to a stop. Eli, this is it. <laughs> We're gonna be trash again next year. And go ahead and get. I think they should wait next year and get, and get Tua, because he can work with Barkley's style of you know running and passing the ball, or get from. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take Haskins like, because every year we have players, wide receivers, and definitely QBs who we think are gonna be the guy, but they they don't ever turn into that guy. Like we thought Mario was gonna be that guy when he got drafted. Mario's been he's hard. He's hard as hell. <laughs> like Mar- Mario is a, a bottom ten QB in the league. Yeah, I, I I can agree with that. Now the thing, and he, and he was a high, he was a high school guy. Yeah. Well, like look at look at look at the year Tebow got drafted. Oh man, I like Tebow. He's probably one of the greatest collegiate leaders we've ever seen. But he does not have the NFL skill set. He didn't have it. So that's how I look at some of these guys. Because of the class you're in, you can get hyped up and propped up when you really shouldn't have that level of acclaim for your draft status. Now, now it, it is interesting, you know, uh, if, if they pass on a quarterback, you know that's going to uproar Twitter, uproar everything, um, because they just, the fact that they haven't even have even hinted at getting rid of Eli. Like, like you know, you know, you can, you can see, like, Patriots tried to do that with Jimmy G and Jacoby Brissett, and Tom Brady wasn't having it. He, he, he stepped up. And same same thing with other places like even 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 in New Orleans uh, before they, uh, not New Orleans but uh, uh, Kansas City when they got no no it was New Orleans when they got Chase Daniel that contract he had to replace Drew Brees but what Drew Brees kept doing kept getting better the the Giants haven't even brought nobody in to even like make you think that they're going to go somewhere else you know and should they pass on a quarterback I mean like you say it's tough to say especially if somebody fall down. Because I do not think Haskins is a top fifteen, top twenty prospect in this in this class. It, it's, exactly, that's what I'm but, saying. But he, <laughs> but he is a quarterback, which is the which is the most you know the most valuable position, and you know how the NFL works. Um, but like you say, if some now if somebody fall down to them, like I mean, I I know I know Quinn Williams not gonna fall, but if a Ed Oliver is there, like you said, a Rashawn Gary, uh, Montez Sweat, I mean even Devin White, I mean if they if they're if they're they if they are there, and 
you know, I mean, even if you now if you don't if you don't value Haskins high, like way higher than like a Daniel Jones or a Drew Locke, then you might can just get a quarterback at seventeen, because if you compare if you compare a star a star D lineman class with a quarterback, ver or or um versus then going to get like Haskins and going to get somebody who goes late in the first round, you might you might be better off the other way around. So if you if you are going to get somebody. Had like Haskins, I mean, like I say, he 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 has to value, he has to be valued, like rated real high in your organization, because this is the guy you think, this is the guy you saying is going to replace Eli Manning, who's been the quarterback since like two thousand four, two thousand five. So this is this is a, a a long a long deal, and you think you're going to replace Eli Manning is going to be hard. So as far as like in that culture and and what it is, but I think Haskins does have the personality, um, if they if they do go that route. Um, but I think Giants, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for them because. Gettleman is a guy who's going to get the best available, and he's he's going to get the best fit for his team and, and try to build a roster because they they traded Odell Beckham, but they got Golden Tate. They paid Stolen Shepard. You got Evan Ingram. You got a stud and Saquon Barkley. So like I, I think if you if, if they build the offensive line like it's supposed to be, they get the defense right. When you insert a quarterback in there who's solid, you shouldn't have no problem, and you really should be a, a good team. So. Keep the team to build a roster until you fall in love with a guy. So yeah, I, I I can see your point on that. If Haskins is not the guy you think he is, then yeah, don't don't get him. No, it's it's a bad QB draft. Like it's a bad offensive draft. So I'm not gonna risk my draft capital and basically waste a pick. We'll, we'll make this Eli's farewell to a year. We'll we'll be sorry again. We'll. We'll we'll competitively tank in the NFL, and we'll get Tua or from next year. I don't like Herbert. I, I, I don't like Herbert's accuracy. So we getting Tua or from? If if but, but, honestly, honestly, man, not, not, I'm trying to wait till 2021. <laughs> I, I, I mean, mean <laughs> I, I, I like Trevor Lawrence. I need Trevor. Too, I need Trevor, but, man. But 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 they they they, they, know, they, they can't wait that know, long. Like they, like Giants this year, play it. When it comes to a draft, take the best available and take the least potential to bust. Take Jawan Taylor, take offensive line, or take Ed Oliver defense because you need both of those. Like Nate Solder, like he he's not it no more. Like that's why Bill let him go. Go build your offensive lineup. You got to protect Saquon the same way the Cowboy protecting Zeke. Protect your, your investment. Get go O line or go D line. Because you need a pass rush. You you in a division with Dak, Zeke, Carson Wentz, and that we'll let's see what the Redskins do. I still think Darius Guys could be a good running back. So let's see what the Redskins do. But go O line or go defense. Do not go Dwayne Haskins right now, here. Now speaking of protecting your assets, let's talk about Jacksonville Jaguars really quick. What what did they do? They spent all their money to get who? Nick Foles, quarterback. So what do you need to do? Simple Jacksonville. O line, receiver help. I mean, I, I mean, I, you you can't draw it up any any easier, any easier for a team uh, in the draft. It's, it's going to be an O line or receiver. Like this might be the first time a receiver come off the board, but I think it's going to be an O line. I mean, I think that's more important. You can you can always find receivers in the draft. So I think I think O line is the easy target, and the name I'm hearing is a Jawan Taylor. So if he if he makes it to, if he makes it to uh, to seven, I think J- Jackson Jaguars already got their guy. If the Giants listen to me, they will have Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Or at, or at least Ed Oliver. But if the Giants pass on one of those guys, I think uh, the Jacks take O-line. So, even let's say the Giants do take Juwan Taylor. I still think the Jacks would probably – Jonah Williams, O-line. Get, O-line. Yep, go Jonah Williams. I mean, I, I, know, I know they're not high on Fournette right now, but you got to protect your investments, man. Come on. For, yeah, Fournette, draft, high draft capital. Nick Foles got all the money, so you got you to protect them guys. Um, let's move on to Detroit real quick. Um, you know who the coach is, Patricia. He's from Bill Belichick. He's a defensive guy, so he want to run the ball. And, and that's what they did last year. I know people want to take shots at Matt Stafford and say that he's not he didn't, he's not panning up to his contract. But they took the ball out of his hands a lot last year. Um, and this is the first time because Stafford's been duct taping that franchise for years. Um, and finally got a good running back. Finally got somebody who can go over 100 yards in a game and carry on Johnson. So – is either is either a de- uh, lineman help with on defense side, or offense side of me, but I'm really I'm really falling in love with T.J. Hawkinson out of Iowa, tight end who they call a baby Gronk, and he can block his behind off. So if you get somebody who can block, 
and catch the ball. I think this is this 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 got Patricia name written all over it. Um, but like I said, if not, a D lineman is 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 in is in store. Um, whether that Rashawn Gary or um, somebody like uh, Clint Farrell, or maybe even Jeffrey Simmons who tore ACL, but maybe he can he get up here with Ed Oliver. But I think I think a TJ Hawkinson would fit nice, and you also get you also give Stafford a target back that you, you just stole away and, and when you traded Golden Tate away. Considering how I have the draft going, and I think he'll still be there, Lions go hometown. Well, I don't say hometown kid, but he played in Michigan. They go with Sean Gary, in my opinion. But they did get snack, uh, Snacks Harrison last year. Your, your DN is not as uh, – Onslaught uh, kind, of, kind of faded off. Uh, I don't think he's with the team anymore, but – uh, I, I know, I know, D line help is uh, is very important. Rashawn Gary can play dual positions, so that that is very versatile. So I, so I think we we both in agreement that they they go on with somebody versatile, whether it's Rashawn Gary or they go on with somebody who can block and catch the ball. And T.J. Hawkinson will keep it moving. Um, Buffalo Bills, uh, very simple to me. I think they're in the same type of same type of team in Detroit, where they're looking for D line help um, or you know receiver help, tight end help to help Josh Allen. Uh, but you know, a quick note. Buffalo signed four offensive linemen in free agency, so I think they 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 try to make that not a, not a high priority. It's still a priority, but not a high one. And I think uh, they're going they're probably going D line again, or they're probably going T.J. Hawkinson if he falls from Detroit. I don't think they'll go um, Hawkinson. I think they'll probably go defense. Um, so this is kind of like where the I think they get into like the Farrell or uh, maybe Montez Sweat. Those type of guys, or depend upon if somebody falls, they'll. Well, I want to say fall because from four through here is kind of up in the air, depending on what people what people do. So they they should depend upon how they value the guys they have on O line. Now they could go Jonah Williams or Taylor if they're there, or they could go ahead and go defense with Farrell or uh, or Montez Sweat. So it kind of depends on what they value, but. I would probably just go ahead and go defense. I mean, it's a defensive draft. Do your do your research, and I'd probably just go ahead and take Montez Sweat or um, Phil right here. Uh, to go to Denver, man, is and the rumors everybody saying the same exact thing, and as as Drew Locke from Missouri quarterback, fight for the Giants. Should they? I don't know. Um, I don't know if John Elway know how to know how to pick quarterbacks. Um, he hasn't proven that in the past. So um, even if you choose Drew Locke, who knows if he's the guy. He has a great arm, but does he has does he has the accuracy? Does he have the wherewithal to stay in the pocket? Uh, he did play in the SEC, so he has seen some good talent, some good pass rushes. But um, Broncos Broncos need a lot of things uh, tight end. Uh, Chris Harris need help in the secondary, and of course the receipt. If, if, if you're going to get, I mean, at some point, if you're going to get uh, Drew Locke, you're gonna have to. You got to address the offensive side of the ball, O line help and receiver help. Um, I really got too much to say about Denver. I, I think that they're going quarterback. Um, and and from all the mock drafts and all the the talks, is is Drew Lock really nobody else? Broncos, what they should do, go greedy Williams. What they will do, <laughs> Drew Lock, idiots. Cincinnati Bengals, man, I think this is this is the spot for Dwayne Haskins. Um, I know you might not think so. Uh, but he Dwayne Haskins has been compared to Jared Goff, and from a guy like Zach Taylor coming from Jared Goff and knowing how he's developed, um, I think I think this is the, this is the right fit for Dwayne Haskins. Um, you, you got you got an All Star, I mean All Star, All Pro, and uh, AJ Green. You got a great running back behind him and Joe Mixon, and you got TJ Boyd. Uh, TJ Tyler Boyd, man, I'm tripping today, but um, <laughs> but 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 my point is you got weapons around. Um, do I think it's crazy from talks of um, things I've heard that they're going to trade up in front of Giants to get Haskins or they might just sit here and, and hope Haskins fall. Um, but really, they they need defense. Um, and like you said, defensive draft, so you need to get somebody. This is where you hope, this is where you hope Devin White falls um, and tumbles down to you at, at 11. If not, I also heard Daniel Jones may go there. So I mean I I guess I guess if you're a young guy you a young coach and you want your guy at quarterback um, instead of somebody who already been there because at, at some point you got to stop being mediocre they got rid of Marvin Lewis so now it's time to get, they got rid of Burset now it's time that maybe Endall might be on the way out um, very soon and 
I don't see why not. Go ahead and go get your guy. But Endor is on a cheap contract. So I, it's, it's like I say, it's it's kind of a night a nightmare for for a GM, but also a blessing because you you're in a, you're in a good spot to get somebody who who may fall or maybe get a maybe get your guy a quarterback. Now this right here, I, I know we said some other spots could turn the draft, but this spot right here can really turn the draft because they if he's there they should go Haskins, but I think you have a. I won't say an offensive guru because he hasn't proven it yet. But if Zach Taylor decides they should they should get TJ Hawkinson because I first saw was Whew. injured. What? So <laughs> injured. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, so if they if they decide to pair mixing up with Tyler Boyd, you have the speed of John Ross, and I think he's going to improve as time goes on. Let AJ Green. Gracefully age, he's still an all-pro receiver. Let him gracefully age, and you put T.J. Hawkinson out there with that because you need offense. They they need offense to keep up with their division. And you got Ben and Juju, and who knows what the Ravens are gonna do. But the Bengals, I know some people aren't high on Andy Dalton. I'm not the highest on Andy Dalton, but I know he's a very good QB. Like Andy Dalton's very serviceable. He only has about two or three games a year where he does kind of get erratic and may throw like four INTs in the game. For the most part, he's pretty safe. But they do have to draft a QB at some point. But I think they should play it safe and just put Hawkinson with Dalton. If you have a good year, cool. And if, if you're if you're bad, that's cool too. Just go get Herbert or somebody next year. But I would just take the best player on the board and not just go with TJ Hawkinson. But if they decide to go defense, if he's there, go like Montez Sweater, Farrell, or you know, just whoever's there at that point, Greedy Williams, like whoever's there at that point on defense, just go that right. <clears throat> and uh, we go going to Green Bay, who's a trade, who's, who's a trade back target. Uh, maybe somebody wants to jump up and and let's say go for a receiver, go for another D lineman, um, or if Haskins continue to fall, go up and go get him. Um, it, it, it really, really, it, Green Bay has a lot of options. For a team that's, I mean, they they have the offense, they have quarterback, they have the running backs, they have the star receiver. Um, what they need is a tight end. Um, they would take like take a no offense, but is it too early? Probably so. Um, they, the the old line can 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 get better, but do they really need it this early? Is it high priority? Probably not. Um, they they kind of address their their edge, their like pass versus in the free agency, so you might not they might want to go back a little bit and. Uh, like you said, pick up more assets to build a team because I, I when Aaron Rodgers took that big contract, I feel like the Packers have to hit on draft picks. Whether whether I'm not saying that every draft pick has to be a superstar, but that fourth round, that fifth round, you need to find you a gym. You need to find you somebody who can be a starter. You need to find a guy in the second round. Your first round need to be a star. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I feel like when when that happens, when you when you got so much tied up in one person. You need to make you need to make sure everything else fits, and and uh, I think Green Bay has a very uh, peculiar spot, a very unique spot right here, right behind Cincinnati, um, and I think they are a potential trade back team, but everybody can trade back and pick up picks. So if they had to get someone, um, I think it would be a no offense because one, Jimmy Graham is not it; that's over with, uh, and no offense is versatile, so he can play tight end, play receiver, and. Uh, you know, you know what Aaron Rodgers can do with uh, versatile guys. So, uh, I think I think Noah Fant might be might be the pick here. Depending upon, of course, it all depends upon what goes on earlier. But if I'm Green Bay, I'm going to get Devin Bush or Brian Burns. Yeah, yeah, because you, you need you need some, you, if you get a linebacker to go side to side, or you replace Clay Matthews who left. I mean, yeah. I don't see why not. It's, it's not. It's not a. It's not a bad spot because they need to have a quarterback because they're, they they drafted a secondary last year, so it's kind of like a young secondary that they need to get a safety maybe in the second round. Um, but but if you if you get your pass rushers, then your cornerbacks don't look helpless sometimes, especially versus my Vikings. You know when Diggs and Thielen totally behind up, so you need to get that quarterback. Need to put pressure on the, uh, other teams, uh, other, other team quarterback because like you, your your division. You had the best quarterback by far, but you know you you have a, a Bears offense who's kind of who's kind of tricky to d- defend against. And you need great players. The Vikings offense is pretty solid, and and the Lions they want to run the ball now. They want to smash it down your face. 
So you need defensive ends who probably can who probably need who can need a tackle too as well. So it's kind of it's kind of a it's kind of a, a good situation, like I said, being the spot because they really can go a lot of different directions. Like this is the best Green Bay is gonna ever draft because with Aaron Rodgers, you always in the playoffs, and they GMs never really did any freaking work. <laughs> so this probably the, this probably the best you gonna ever pick in a draft. So go ahead and go on on that end of the ball. Go ahead and go defense and get you another stud like you had Clay Matthews. Get you another stud. Hey, what's up, guys? Taylor Rapp here, safety from University of Washington. Just entered the draft this past year. Hit that subscribe button and check out Preach Kev, Preach with Kevy, Kevin Rashad on iTunes. Appreciate you guys. Now let's go on to Miami, <clears throat> another team who may need a quarterback. I, 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 may. I think. <laughs> may. <laughs> okay, a, a Miami team who needs a quarterback. But I'm with you, just like you said, for the Giants. Um, I don't think I don't think they should get one this year. I think they need to build their identity, build their build their team, build their roster, and not go for a quarterback. Let Ryan Fitzpatrick do it this year. Lose some doggone weight first. <laughs> uh, that, hey, that picture that picture my was guy, funny. My, my, my guy that, went, that picture was funny, man. My guy went and gained some weight. <laughs> that that birthday cake and all this stuff got on my boy. Hey, bad, he he wild for that one. But if you build your team, you got Mika Fitzpatrick last year. Um, you got Xavier Howard on the solid corner. You got a linebacker out of Ohio State. I think his name Baker. I think. Um, but you got you got pieces. Let's continue to build because you're playing in a division that has Josh Allen, Sam Donald, and for right now Tom Brady. And you know New England are not going to go. They're not going to go without a quarterback too long. So um, as far as like when Tom Brady decides to retire. So what does that mean? You need your defense need to be your priority, which is that's why they got uh, Brian Flores from uh, New England. So. Build the defense. Uh, like who, whoever that is, a pass rusher. You lost. You lost Cameron Wake. He was about sixty years old anyway. Uh, so if you need to get a pass, this is where Brian Burns to me is a good fit for him. Montez Sweat. Um, get that. I I really urge you not to go get quarterback. No, like I'm, I'm an advocate for this draft. Do not take a quarterback. <laughs> like don't do it. It's it's not worth the draft capital you're gonna waste. Is not worth it. Don't get a quarterback unless you John Elway. Who who just you know is in love with whoever comes out that year, or whoever's the hottest free agent? Do not draft the quarterback this year. It's gonna be a waste. There is no long term <laughs> legit starter in this draft. Go Brian Burns. Go Montez Sweat. Whoever's available, go that person. Miami. That's who you get. The best available defensive prospect. <laughs> hey, keep it simple. All right, now. Before we go go across the across the way, um, I'm not. I, I don't want to skip over Atlanta, uh, but I want to go to Washington real quick. This is a, this is another team. Let's forget the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what the Falcons do in the draft. I don't care what they do ever. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Hey, so uh, Washington, Maddie, ice my ass. <laughs> uh, so Washington, man, they just. Um, they they just they already they already messed up to me in my opinion. They already, they traded for Case Keenum. It was it wasn't a high capital, so they got a I think they traded like a seventh round with them to get a six or something like that. Um so it's it's fine. Keenum is fine. But I think and I'm I'm a be a very advocate right here, if Cardinals go stick with our board and go get Kyler Murray, I suggest you either give up give up your second and your third to get Rosen or just 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 trade me fifteen. Just go get Rosen. Oh, however, however, whatever the cost may be, uh, obviously don't go, don't go too crazy because he's not worth it. You know, going first, first, and second, he not he not worth all that. But if you if you can just give up a swap for Rosen for fifteen, I mean, it's basically drafting a quarterback again. I mean, I mean, and with I think Rosen's better than every quarterback in this draft outside maybe Kyler Murray, and maybe so exactly. so you get the second best quarterback in this draft, and you give up a 15 15th pick. So I think if Kyler Murray goes first. I think Washington need to be on on the clock. I mean, on like on the phones immediately, and just just give them the fifteen, and that, that way Cardinals can go ahead and get O line help for Kyler Murray right there at fifteen. Um, so I think Washington should do that. Um, but I also heard that they like Dwayne Haskins, so they might get him too. So who knows what they want to do? But I think if Kyler Murray get gets drafted, Washington should be the team to go get him. If the GMs listen to us. Don't draft the QB. <laughs> don't draft. <laughs> don't draft the QB. Get rid of the pick. Go get Rosen. So, if they feel the if they feel the asking price is too high, 
do something else. Just take best available. Build your roster out. Don't go wasting your draft pick on something that's going to be there later on. Are they in a lame duck year? Yeah. I mean, what happened to Alex Smith is tragic. I hope my, I hope my guy recovers. Um, no speed to recover for Alex Smith, but I understand you have to look towards the future. Yep. But come on, man. Like, don't go risking drafting a bad QB. Now, if they are going to go QB, I'm not sure how other people view him. I mean, I've seen some draft boards say he's good, he's going to be bad. If the Redskins don't get him, I hope the Patriots get this guy as an heir apparent. I like Daniel Jones, but I'm still <laughs> I'm, I'm, riding this, I'm riding this horse to the end. Don't draft the QB. <laughs> draft something if, else. If anybody has noticed the uh... – the 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 moral of this of this part is don't draft a quarterback. <laughs> like man, get get Andre Dillard. Like don't draft the QB. right exactly. Like, draft Andre Dillard. Right. And then like so like team teams like so move. Get no offense. Jordan Reed always hurt. Like go something else. Like just don't get the QB. Yeah, and unless you trade. And I, I think these like this is where you get that little bunch. You know, outside of Washington, where. Atlanta, Carolina, Minnesota, they're going to take best available best available for what they need uh, without reaching, of course. Um, and just like just like if, like I said, if you don't go quarterback, don't, don't just do do what you need. Get get what you need, get best available player and keep it moving. Um, and I think that's what Atlanta going to do, Carolina, like I said, Minnesota, Tennessee. I think Pittsburgh will do the same thing with getting a corner um, because they need secondary help, but when when watch when when we get to the, the Giants back at seventeen when they come back on the clock, if we saying go defense early, do you look at quarterback now or or do you think or you still with your motto? You you got to build a roster route. Like the Redskins are not did they make some some decent moves? Yeah, they probably are the all accusations team for us legal trouble. <laughs> but you, <laughs> Ruben. But they, yeah, like you know, they gotta build a roster. But what about, more, so. but what, what about the Giants when they, when they come at seventeen? If we if we gave them a defensive player early at six, or they took best available, maybe O line or D line, are are you are you still advocating your your don't draft a quarterback here, or is, is this this one of those people who kind of rare because they got two first round picks, so they might could take one. Like like the Giants, do not waste it. Build your roster out because. Saquon had a great rookie yeah. year, but he's like hey, his prime. We, we haven't even talked about Jonah Williams getting drafted yet. You know, we said his name a couple of times, but we haven't really put him nowhere. And if he, if well, first of all, well, God, I'm gonna be mad because the Giants in front of my my Minnesota Vikings. I would love to have Jonah Williams, so I'm gonna be mad. But Jonah Williams right there, if he's still on the board, you 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 come away with Hernandez last year in the draft. You get Jonah Williams, who's very versatile. I mean, I know you don't like Soda. He's not the guy as he was, but he's solid. So you have you have somebody like him. I mean, now you now you're talking about at least three to four guys on the old line is, is great. And maybe, I mean, we know Eli's not the guy, but at least for one more year, he got something he can stand up in the pocket, you know. And like you said, you need to build a roster out because once you get that quarterback, a la uh, Pat Mahomes. You see how how far he can take you, you know. So uh, after your team's already built with your Kelsey, you you had the running back, you had O line help, you had receivers. So who knows? So Giants need to build that quarter, uh, build that roster. Like, like like it's it's a bit misconception. You can't build a roster out once you pay the QB. You can build a roster. Out. You just got to be strategic in how you pay guys, who you let go, who you keep, and you got to draft draft exceptionally well. Because look at um Seattle. Before they got Russ, most of the guys were kind of already in place. But once they got Russ, he wasn't getting paid, and they were hit. They had hit on so many picks, it just went. Oh, Seattle came out of nowhere, but it really didn't. They were just it kept building right. the roster. And it, I, I hate, I hate the Giants. They beat the Patriots in two Super Bowls. <laughs> I've never liked Eli. I've never liked Tiki Barber. Like I've never liked Michael Strahan, JPP. I've never liked. Any of these people, I don't like the Giants. I don't like Tom Coughlin. He ain't done <laughs> But if I'm the Giants, if I'm the Giants with the sixth pick they have, you have to go Ed Oliver or Jawan Taylor. That's D line or O line. So whatever you do right there, when you get down here, do the opposite. Yep. That's how you got to do. Do the opposite. So Chris, so if you if you go offense up front with the first pick, 
go Christian Wilkins down here or something like that. If you go defense up front, go Jonah Williams down here if he falls that far. But don't – just don't go QB. <laughs> uh, like I said, safe, safe to say that Atlanta, Carolina, Minnesota, and probably Tennessee are going D-line, O-line um, for their priority. So I'm not going to spend much time with them. Uh, but Pittsburgh, this might be the first time we get to see a corner come off the board. Uh, and and really, we haven't even thought of talking about receivers either. And my thing is, if we're in a passing league, and, and that's where the league is going, I mean – we we know, like you said, it's not a great offensive draft, but it is a defensive draft. Yet, uh, there's no corners going. Greedy was a top ten at one point. He failed. His name now just being resurfaced on the on the level. Brian Murphy. Uh, uh, you got Rocky Ascent from Temple. It, it, it's it's a lot of guys that that might come up now. But if we in the, we in the passion league, man, you think receivers and corners would be a priority? But as you've seen in the NFL. You probably can get them really anywhere, um, whether, whether that's a fifth round pick, whether that's a uh, Adam Thielen who's undrafted, uh, you know Juju in the second, you know it, it's it's really it's really oh Tony Brown way back when in the sixth round. So, but but see like now, dang, you would think DK Metcalf his his impressiveness would be off the, he would be off the board. Somebody like Hollywood Brown would be coming off, and it's like where are the where are the, are the skill position guys, and are are they are they any are they important versus uh, like the trenches? Because you see, all we talk about D line, O line, D line, O line. Yeah, like that's the most important because QB is important. So if you can't protect your QB, he's gonna get nailed. He's gonna get killed the whole season. If you have a QB and you want to run the ball like a Cowboys or a Jaguars, you need O line so the guy can actually have some room to run somewhere. So the, it kind of starts with the old line because if not, you're gonna have people like Russell Wilson running for his life, or you're gonna have your franchise guy, Aaron Rodgers, getting torn collarbone and Watson. stuff like that. So <laughs> Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson gets sacked every play almost, and I, I like Deshaun, but the Texans need to do the old line for my guy. But um, and then D line is a passing lead. You need edge rushers and these guys to put pressure on the opposing offensive line so you can get some sacks or at least just being a guy face for some INT. So it's going to always start up front. What Pittsburgh does, I really don't know. If Greedy Williams is there, you got to take him because he would be basically the best available at that point on the board. But I'm not sure what else they could do at, at that point in this draft. It kind of depends upon how, uh, you know, everything in front of them went, where they can see what's on the board and what they should take. But they definitely need defense no matter what. All right, so I mean, and and, and that's that goes for um, you know, uh, Seattle, Baltimore, Houston. They kind of in the same boat as Minnesota, Atlanta, Carolina, Tennessee. Um, D line help, uh, O line help, and I know a lot of people think Baltimore should get a receiver, but what you just said is very true. And if you want to run the ball with Lamar Jackson, you want to do this and do this, then you have to protect him. And hey, forget all that. If I'm Baltimore. I'm going to get Josh Jacobs. Like, that dude is a beast, man. And, like, he fits Lamar style. Like, I know Baltimore lost T-Sizzle and they lost Mosley. Well, I don't even say Baltimore lost them. They just let that dude go. <laughs> they, did. They, they, they just let they him did. go. Like, they didn't they, – they, they didn't, I, mean, I don't think they, they... – I felt like – it wasn't smart. I feel like T-Sizzle and Mosley kinda... and Eric Wilder, those guys, those guys were like the heart and soul of the defense. You should have been loyal to those guys. Let, let them go out with the at, at least, at least, sucks. No, don't just push them out. At least, like sucks. Cause, I mean, Wedder been there for three years. Mosley, this is his first contract, so this is like what he been in the league with four or five years. But Suggs, man, you had to do him better. But you know, you know, how the NFL does. Uh, if you're not a quarterback, you're probably not staying with the team that drafted you at some point. Yeah, it ain't even the NFL. It's just franchises. Okay, like. When the coach moved on from Peyton Manning, that was understandable. Four net surgeries. And who knows what he's going to do. And you got Andrew Luck sitting right yeah. there. I'm going yeah, Andrew Luck no matter what. Yeah. So that, that's understandable. But the Ravens, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if they don't value loyalty or what. Well, like you let Ray Lewis well, go they've out. Been, but they, 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 they pushed out Ed Reed. Yeah. Well, they've been – like, Ozzie Smith know what he's doing because he, he really had – he really – was one of the best GMs. I'm not gonna say all time, but he's definitely a Hall of Famer um, as a GM. Uh, but see, it's like he he he. I mean, he's pretty he's pretty loyal to his guys because he got Jonathan Ogden played his whole career in Baltimore. Like like you said, Ray Lewis, 
Uh, and, and, you know, Ravens is a team that, that loves to get veterans, uh, whether that's bringing in Steve Smith a couple of times. Like I said, they brought in Aaron Weddle. Now they brought in Earl Thomas, like uh, Mark Ingram. They they, they love they they love their little um their little veteran help. So I mean I really don't understand. I, I don't think they thought that he was gonna leave, or maybe like they, they the guys that they had in place was ready. And whether whether T Sizzle was uh, ready to take that that step back because it's gonna happen. I mean it's not like he was playing at elite level, but um, it's T Sizzle. He's he's a Baltimore Raven. It's gonna be weird. I forgot he went to the Cardinals. So you said that. That's just crazy. But Baltimore getting a running back. I don't know. Josh Jacobs is the best running back by far to me. Hey, I like Mark Ingram. He old, but for for <laughs> for, for the all for the offense, the Ravens are trying to run. They they've made it. We just said build the roster up. They have made the investment that Lamar Jackson is gonna be the guy. Mark Ingram is a good running back, but I don't think he can be a one for the whole season. Nah. If I'm Baltimore, if I'm Baltimore, I take Josh Jacobs. We saw he can do it at Alabama. He was this my guy was gashing defenses. Gashing them. Like he's so versatile. He was gashing defenses. You have to go with Josh Jacobs. You put Josh Jacobs with Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram. And if you can get you some receivers, because uh, I like they tight end. Like they they tight end gonna be nice in like two years. Oh yeah. But if they can, if they can get some re- just decent receivers, they'll be great. Cause they they got the defense. I don't like how they let the guys go to vets, you know, whatever. But you know they got the defense. Hey, Oakland's not dumb. If the Ravens don't get Josh Jacobs, I guarantee you, oh, John Gruden. John Gruden. Yeah, I I gotta tell that. <laughs> I, 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 I know that for a fact. I know John Gruden gonna snag he gonna, him and Mike Mayock. They snagging Josh Jacobs. No yeah, doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, I know that for a fact. Now well, I'm just talk about this, this last bit, and it's talking about Chargers and the Patriots, and and I, I wonder do at this point if all these teams are if all these GMs are listening to us right now, and we continue to say build the roster, build the roster, and it gets to the point where Daniel Jones fall or Daniel, well, I guess I guess it doesn't fall, but he's there. Maybe, I don't know, maybe a Haskins or maybe somebody like a Ryan Finley uh, from NC State, somebody like that. Do you think the Patriots and Chargers look for their successor early, or do you do you or do you value that? Okay, let let's just continue to build a roster like like we've been saying all all podcasts. If to me, the Patriots should try to get Daniel Jones because uh, David Cutcliffe, he's a pretty good quarterback coach and. I think he did some work with Charlie Wise, and we know how the NFL goes. It's a, it's a family tree basically. So Charlie Wise worked up on a Bill Belichick, so Belichick can get all this information about this guy. I think if they're smart, the Patriots. I know Tom Brady's not a fan of the whole successor thing, but I mean, my God, you can't play T. <laughs> I know you want to, but but you, but you can't yeah, play. You can't, play can't play forever, and I, I think it's that time. It's, I mean, it's that time. Man, I, like I said, it's, it's like it's a business, man. It's, you, you're not going to, like you say, you're not going to live forever. You're not Benjamin Button, so you're not going. You're not going to get this fountain of youth. You might, you might take all this, you know, TV twelve crap, and you think you're still young because you're having babies every year for the rivers. But, but at some point, you you need to go uh, help your wife and take care of some babies instead of uh, playing football. But <laughs> you, you know how that goes. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's gonna be, it's gonna be very, very, very cool to see what they do um, late, late in the first round. Yeah, to me, the best case, the best case scenario for both of them is. Patriots get Daniel Jones. I think he'll be perfect for what the Patriots do. He ha- he has kind of like that build that'll work for McDaniel's and Belichick, and his his skill set pretty good too. Because I just I just watch ACC and the SEC, so I, I think he'll be pretty good for New England. And best case scenario for the Chargers would be to get Josh Rosen. He's a California kid. He went to UCLA. I don't think – I know we were talking about should the Redskins go get him. Could they do it? Yeah. But I don't think Josh Rosen the kind of dude who will function well on the East Coast in basically a cold weather team because the Redskins play – I mean, the Chargers play outside and the Redskins play outside, but we know on the East Coast it gets cold, it snows. I don't think he'll function well on the total opposite coast when it gets some inclement weather, at least if he's – in that division with the Chargers, he has Anthony Lynn, Melvin Gordon, Ken Allen, guys like that, Eckler, uh, Mike Williams. And then you're going to play against Kansas City, but you only have to go to them, depending on how the schedule falls out. You could be early in the season, you could be late in the season. You don't have to go to Denver 
one time. You know, if you catch catch the schedule just right, it won't be snowing or freezing cold. So I think that's that's pretty important too. It just location and fit is very important. So I think Rosen would be the best fit for Chargers. Jones best fit for Patriots. That's best case scenario. And that's how we're gonna end it. We're gonna start with Rosen and we're gonna end with Rosen. Uh, preach can't preach with my boy Rashad. NFL draft coming up very soon. We're gonna be excited. We're gonna be betting on the draft, man. And that's and really I've been waiting since last year to, to, for this year to come back around because it was so fun last year. It was fun. Word of advice: Do not take a huge. <laughs> Continue to build your team. All right, preach can't preach. We out. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.